All right, welcome to the Simple Ways to Have a Good Life podcast. My name is James, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people in different capacities. This podcast is where I take everything that I've learned and all that time, and I share it with you. So we've been talking about self-sabotage, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about self-image and self-sabotage. You know, I've been re-watching Better Call Saul because I cannot watch the newest season of a show unless I watch the whole thing again. I have no idea why it's ridiculous, but it's the way I am. And I'm watching it in the context of this self-sabotage series that I've been doing. And watching him self-sabotage is really fascinating. And the question I've asked myself about him is, you know, is he essentially shady? Does Saul have this shady nature and that constantly drags him back into shady behavior? Or does he see himself as shady and so he behaves as a shady person would? And I think that's kind of a chicken or the egg question, and so I don't know the answer to it. But when I look at my own life, I can I can for sure see where the self-image that I had played into my behavior, and then that behavior played back into the self-image and brought consequences, either you know positive consequences or negative consequences. Unfortunately for me and the way I've lived my life, it's mostly been negative consequences until the last few years. I don't know where these things come from. Like what, I don't know what makes us desire who we want to be and how we want to be. I know when I was young, I was really into Calvin and Hobbes, like really, really into Calvin and Hobbes. Like it was my favorite thing. My grandma tells a story about a birthday party and we opened presents. And the first thing I opened was a Calvin and Hobbes book from her. And I told everybody, okay, party's over. And I went upstairs and read and they had the rest of my party without me and did the games and all that stuff. So I, I kind of acted like an obnoxious, mischievous kid because uh, you know, I was reading about Calvin doing it. It seemed so funny to me and so fun. And you know, he agitated his parents and everybody around him. And so I behaved that way. As I got older, I really kind of looked up to, I guess, like rebels or uh, the bad kids. And I wanted to be one of them. And this was strange because like I've always had anxiety. I've always been kind of an anxious kid who worried and didn't like getting in trouble. But these self-images that I desired led me towards that kind of behavior. And then that kind of behavior fed back into that self-image. And before long, it was just what I did. I think what's important about this is that we often think we like what we like and that we are how we are. But we have a lot more of an active role in that. You know, at any point, Saul could decide, you know what, I don't want to be a shady lawyer. I don't want to be the kind of lawyer that guilty people hire, as one person called him. And he could do different. At some point in my life, I decided that I wanted to have a different perception of myself. I wanted a different image. And I tried to choose something healthy. Now, at times, this was ridiculous because I didn't really know what that looked like. I went through a, I went through a, a phase in my, I guess, early to mid-20s where like I was ridiculously disciplined. I was up at like 4.30 every morning. I had my routine. I was meditating. And I allowed no space for anything other than like work and accomplishment. And while that was maybe better than the way I'd lived before, where, you know, no work, no accomplishment, just just living amok all the time, I really made it difficult for people around me. Like I really shredded everybody in my life because my schedule and my routine and my discipline was above everything else. And I think I made it really hard on people. I know that for my family, I made them feel like they were a burden anytime they needed something from me. It wasn't intentional. I never saw them as a burden. I just had this way of being that I wanted to be. 
And so that's what I did. How we see ourselves is how we're going to behave. And how we behave is going to feed back into how we see ourselves. The easiest thing to do is to simply decide who you want to be and then behave as if you were that person. We sabotage ourselves when we are not conscious in this. When we buy into ideas of, well, that's just how I am. You know, I used to, I used to say it all the time that, uh, you know, that, that, that people like me don't get to have a good life. People like me don't get to like live in the normal, well-lit world that everybody else lived in. And I did honestly believe that about myself. I really thought there was something fundamentally wrong with me that barred me from entry into the bright, wonderful, cool world that I live in now. But that change came when I really started bringing different influences into my life. I started reading a whole lot about Zen Buddhism. I started reading about uh, great people through history and the things they did. And it it just sparked something in me that I thought, that's more what I want to be. I don't want to be a great person. I just want to be a good person who lives their life and takes care of the people around them. Uh, I don't, I don't think uh, maybe this is a self-image thing. I don't see myself as being cut out to be one of the great people in history. Like that kind of stress and that kind of pressure, like I'm not cut out for it. I think you've got to be careful in how you see yourself. You've got to be careful in the things you say about yourself, even inside your own head. If there's something you want to do different, find the simplest, most concrete ways you can do that and start doing it. If you want to be a triathlete, you can start with walking. If you're not walking every day, just start walking every day. If you want to manage your money better, you can pick one area and just start budgeting in that area. And the thing is, this behavior becomes reinforcing. And you start to realize that, oh, I can do this. And it makes everything else more simple. The flip side of this, the self-sabotage side of this, is that if you see yourself in a negative way, you are going to constantly behave in those ways. And that's going to confirm to you that those negative ways, that those negative ideas are accurate. For a very long time, I saw myself as just a stupid person. As just somebody who was always going to blow it in some way. And so I did it. And sometimes looking back, I recognize where I blew it consciously. That's what people like me do. So of course that's what I did. So I want to encourage you to take some time this week and really just kind of dig into how do I see myself? What do I think of myself? What's the story I tell myself in my head? And then see how that is funneling into your behavior. See how that's playing into your day-to-day existence and see if that's serving you. See if it's skillful. If it's not skillful, start doing something different. But the bottom line is that if you see yourself negatively, If you see yourself as incapable or unable to do something, then you're 100% right because that perception is going to block the door from you ever doing anything different. I know for a fact, like in my own life, that we can change how we see ourselves. I know for a fact in my own life that we can change the stories that we tell ourselves. And the cool thing is that when you start doing that, other people pick up on it and they start feeding the story back to you. You know, in Better Call Saul, like he... He constantly has people kind of feed that idea of being shady back to him, you know? But a lot of that comes from the way he behaves. They're just confirming the story that he's putting out there. And so I think you can ask yourself that, like, you know, what story am I putting out there to people? 
What story am I putting out there to people that they are then feeding back to me? That I'm then taking as confirmation, even though I'm the one that, even though I'm the one that started the story. It's kind of like if, uh, I don't know, if I started going around telling people that one of my neighbors is a, is a, is a, communist spy. Um, you can tell I grew up in the eighties because I go with communist spy, but let's say I'm telling people that they're a Russian communist spy and I tell it, I tell it for, you know, a couple of weeks. And then one of my neighbors who it got passed down to them, they come to me and they say, Hey, did you hear the people next door are communist spies? Like if I, if I were to take that and say, Oh my God, they're communist spies. Like that would be, if I took that as confirmation, that's kind of what we do with these stories. We, we, we put out there. It's just, we forget that we're putting the story out there. So we don't question it when it comes back to us. So take some time. Figure out who you want to be. Ask yourself, what would a person like that do? And then just through baby steps, just super simple steps, start doing that. And see if that doesn't help with the self-sabotage in your life. As always, super grateful to anybody and everybody that takes the time to listen to this, that takes the time to read the newsletter, that takes the time to read the things I put on Instagram. We'll keep talking about self-sabotage as long as it's useful um, or until I get bored with it. But right now, it seems like there's a lot here we can talk about. So we'll keep going. And I'm getting positive feedback about it. A lot of people, I've gotten quite a few messages and emails from people saying that this has been useful to them. If you're interested in the newsletter where we're kind of digging into some of this stuff on a deeper level, you um, you can just sign up on my landing page. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. If you want to read little mini blogs about this, you can find them on Instagram. It's just James Scott Henson. And if there's anything I can do for you, or if you have any feedback for me, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Emailing me is the best way to do that. It's just james at James Scott Henson. For real, take some time and see what kind of story you are telling you about yourself. See what kind of self-image you have. And then ask yourself what kind of self-image you'd like to have. And see what you can do to make that happen. We have a lot more power and control over these things than they tell us we do. And when you embrace that, And when you take control of it, it really does change everything in your life. Until next time, be conscious, be kind, take care of yourself, take care of others. Remember, we're all just walking each other home. Take care.